love, like, and share because sharing is caring, right? Yeah. And for those of you who are joining me in my private Facebook uh, group, go ahead and give StreamYard permission to see your name. So therefore, we'll know who's making comments in the comment section. All right. And with, without further ado, Linda Nefertiti. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, again. hello, hello. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation and to uh, to come to share with my audience today. So Thank we you for, for, for reaching out a hand to me. Absolutely. I'm so honored to be here. Praise God. So we know what your bio says. Uh -huh. Share with our audience today, what was that traumatic thing or those traumatic things that happened to you in your life? Yes, it's a few things. Um, and it started very early in my life when I was in elementary school. And as you said earlier, I'm a great grandmother. So <laughs> I um, went through molestation, abuse, rape. Mm. There was a murder attempt on my life when I was pregnant. Wow. And I even attempted suicide on my own life. Wow. But God had other plans. He had other plans for me because several things have happened throughout my life. I was on an airplane in 1987 and told to get off of that airplane with my five-year-old son, then five-year-old son, to get on. I was on a continental airplane. They told me to get off of that one and get on Northwest 255. Hmm. I refused because I had been there for 13 hours, 12 and a half hours, and I didn't want to move again. Everybody from, Houston, <laughs> Look, everybody from Houston was redirected to that airplane. They got off. Mm. And five minutes after they got off, we heard the biggest boom I've ever heard in my life. You know how they say a hurricane sounds like a train is getting ready to crash into you? Yeah. It was worse than that. And that plane actually crashed and killed everyone on board except for a four-year-old girl. What? I said, and you know, the funny thing is, I didn't even realize after all the things that God had brought me through early in my life that he was saving me then, that it was him. I immediately yeah. became petrified. Absolutely. It wasn't until my husband, of, my late husband of 35 years got sick and we had to go through his journey that I realized all the miracles that had happened in my life prior. Wow. And years after he passed, I knew God had something greater for me. Mm. Do you hear a um, an echo when I talk? No. Okay, okay. I'm hearing something on my end. I just want to make sure that um, nobody, that the audience didn't hear that. Let me fix that. So, Okay, so after the death of your husband. Okay. After the death of my husband, like I said, we were get we were together 35 years and married 31 of those 35 years. Mm -hmm. And all those things that I had happened to me earlier, I had never fully dealt with it because most of the times you go to talk to people about that kind of stuff. And if they've never been through it, 
they don't really want to hear what you got to say mm -hmm. um, because they don't understand the tremendous bondage you're being held in from those things that happen. And until you can let go of them, absolutely, you, you, you're not right. You're, because so, you're, you're held in bondage. You're held in bondage. In prison in your own body. You know, that reminds me, I, I, I did an event, my first event for the Queen of Journey a few days ago, and my mentor came and spoke on that platform. And she talked about bondage being enslavement. We were slaves if we were in bondage to whether it was a person, place, or thing. Until you got that right, That's you would forever be a slave to it. Mm -hmm. That's so true. And that's what happened to me. Mm -hmm. I told my husband when we got married the things that happened to me. He told me the things that happened to him. And we went on with our lives. We wow. didn't deal with it anymore. We never really got down to the crux of it and okay. released it. It's like having a sore and you pick the scab off before it gets well. Mm -hmm. Well, until you leave that scab alone, the sore is going to continue to come back. Exactly. And it's going to continue to hurt. And it's going to continue to hurt. And that's what happened in my life. Wow. We had kept picking on that sore. And it kept hurting and it kept coming back and bleeding. It never healed until after he passed. Mm. And what happened to me was now, and he passed the day before my 56th birthday, the day before. Okay. <laughs> yes, he passed the day before my birthday, before I turned 56. And what happened was now I had to deal with his death. Mm -hmm. We had built our very own world around each other five years, us and our children. We had lots of friends, but wow. we were our world. Wow. Uh, created our home, own thing. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so when he died, now I had to deal with his death. On top of that, I had to deal with all those things that happened to me in my past that I never had to deal with. So I had to take a trip all the way back to my childhood and go piece by piece mm -hmm. to see who I was before I married him, mm -hmm. who I was while we were together, mm -hmm. and who was I supposed to become. Hold on, I got somebody. Somebody is coming in backstage. Did you share the link? I think I did. Okay. They won't be able to come backstage. They'll okay. have to come in through Facebook. Okay. They also got that. Okay. Okay. They may have clicked on the wrong link. Okay. It's all right. So sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. I had to deal with his death and everything that happened before that I had never dealt with. So, so I, I had to go through all my life. Exactly. I appreciate you for sharing that. And because, and first of all, let me offer my condolences. And I'm so sorry that uh, for your loss. Thank you. But I tell you, people, most people don't understand that in order to, for you to heal from that thing, 
Doesn't matter what it is and how far back it is. Right. It will continue to hurt and you will continue to have effects from that thing until you go back and heal and sweep up that broken glass Come on. in the floor. <laughs> because otherwise, every time you even attempt to look back or even walk over that thing, it, you're going to get cut. You're going to get cut. Every time. Now, Brene Brown says, if you don't heal from what hurt you, you'll bleed all over others that Everybody didn't cut you. Absolutely. absolutely. And you cut not only others, you cut yourself. Absolutely. Because absolutely. you feel less than. You feel like, I'm not good enough. You know, I shared a picture the other day of me five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I got comments like beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, fabulous. But here's the thing. Until I dealt with those things that was hurting me, Mm -hmm. I never even felt pretty. Wow. I never felt any of those things that they say. So when people say that to me, I take that to heart and I appreciate it because there was a time, no matter what you saw me looking like on the outside, the inside of me was feeling ugly. Mm. So I, I realize when people say beauty is skin deep, beauty mm-hmm. is not on the outside, it's on the inside. You got to do inside work. Mm-hmm. You got to do inside work. I did a did a speech on change versus transformation. Change wow. happens. It can happen inside and outside, but mostly it happens outside. You know, we change our hair, we change our clothes, we change our car, our home, our jobs. But transformation happens on the inside. Exactly. There's a difference. A butterfly is not a butterfly. It's initially a caterpillar. And it's mm-hmm. not until that caterpillar is ready to transform exactly. that they change into a butterfly. Exactly. Same thing with a diamond. Yes. You understand what a diamond looks like? A, <laughs> a big lump of coal. coal. <laughs> Come on. Until it goes through the process. Until it goes through the and process. And the pressure. Yes, ma'am. And to come out as that beautiful, sparkling gem. Yes. Yes. And a lot of times when we're going through the pain, when we're going through the pressure, we don't understand. It's breaking you down to build you back up to become that person that God meant for you to be. And it wasn't until I understood, oh, I went through that because somebody else is going to go through that and I can be a living witness. Somebody else is going to need me to reach my hand out and say, look, let me tell you what I've been through. And if I can do this, you can do this too. Absolutely. Because God uses imperfect people for his glory. Absolutely. For Absolutely. his glory. And until Absolutely. you've gone through something, you can't tell nobody nothing. Nothing. And or until just, you acknowledge that you've gone through something. That's what I was going to say. Until you acknowledge it, until you understand it, because we all go through something, but until you realize, I'm going through this, Absolutely. because 
somebody gonna need my hand. It ain't for you. It's not happening for you. It's happening. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Right, right. And for you to help someone else. For you to help somebody else. And that is the reason that we are on this journey of life. Come on. Come on. Everybody don't step up to their purpose. And it doesn't feel good in the process when we're going through these different traumatic things in our life. No, it so doesn't. Share with our audience some of the triggers where God was trying to get your attention to so that he can shift your attention to the healing process and to him where he's trying to get your attention so that he can save your soul. Well, the first one was the airplane. <laughs> the first was the, you know, I went through all those other things before the airplane. The first was the airplane. Um, my husband, my husband became ill in 2003 mm -hmm. and he had to go on retirement disability. Mm -hmm. They gave him 11 months to live wow. because he had a, a rare form of cancer called multiple myeloma. And only 1% of cancer patients get multiple myeloma. Wow. It's normally found in African-American men ages 60 and above. He was 52. Wow. And he was in an accident and that accident actually saved his life. Wow. And they gave him 11 months to live. And we became a student of his disease. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, the doctors say, we really don't know a whole lot about it. So, okay, if they don't know a whole lot about it, how are they going to treat this? Right. And he, at first, he was like, the doctor gave him that amount of time to live. And he was, I, I got this amount of time to live. This is what we're going to do. Mm. But I, I, I told the doctors, and him. I know the doctor of all doctors. Come on now. Master. He walked in that office in that morning feeling like he was sick and didn't know if he was going to make it. And when he was given a death sentence, he accepted it like so many people do. Because so when you can send say something to somebody that has a whole paragraph full of positiveness and say one negative thing and they pick the negative. That's exactly. just human nature. Exactly. And that's what happened. And so we talked about it and I told him, if you're willing to fight, I will fight with you as long as you fight. Mm -hmm. But if you wanted to give up and go, I will do what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And long story short, it took him a while, but he decided he wanted to fight. Praise God. And fight is what we did. We became a student of his disease. We researched it. We told the doctors sometime how to treat him. Mm. He got radical chemotherapy because they were trying to, uh, radical, uh, what do you call it? Radio. They gave him radical steroids. No, they put him on steroids. So okay. it was a radical dose of steroids. Okay. And after a few weeks on that, I called the doctor because he woke up one morning and said, I can't see. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God. So the doctor said, bring him into ICU. Now his blood sugar was 700. 
a normal blood sugar level is 150 and it's 700, it's in um, comatose level. Mm -hmm. So they told us to take them to ICU. We stopped at the store and did several other things on the way because they didn't tell us the urgency. Wow. Even though he couldn't see, he we had he had things he wanted to do. When we got there, he he, he walked into ICU and they said, oh, "You must be in the wrong department." What said, is this ICU? They said, "Yeah, people don't walk in the ICU." Exactly. And I said, "Well, this is Robert Padden. Doctor Sanford told us to come to ICU. His blood sugar was seven hundred. They moved everybody out the way. What do you mean seven hundred? And they got him in a bed right away. Wow." He did not lose his eyesight. That's another time that God was saying, I'm here with y'all. Right. You know, acknowledge me. And all we could think about is, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to do. We didn't acknowledge him. Wow. Until he went past that seven, that 11 months. Mm. He lived for seven years. And what? He, he lived for seven years. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They gave him how long? 11 months. 11 months. 11 months. And he yeah. lived seven years. He lived for seven years. He lived seven. But let me tell you, he lived for seven years because we began our closer walk with God because we knew if they told him 11 months and he's still here, exactly. nobody but God. Here's, nobody the but God. Here's the other thing. When he was in an accident, he heard his neck snap. And the doctor showed me his uh, his spinal, his cervical vertebrae. And he mm -hmm. said, this is the first and the second vertebrae and the fourth and the fifth. I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. You passed the third. What happened to the third? He said, you see this slither? There was a slither left, like a thread. Wow. Of his third cervical vertebrae. He says, we're going to put a neck brace on him today because if he sneezes, cough, step down the wrong way or turn the wrong way, he's going to be quite, uh, paraplegic or dead. What? And wow. so they put a brace on him, sent him to the hospital, and they end up putting, you remember Superman? When mm -hmm. he had that big thing on his head? Mm -hmm. They put that on my husband's head. Wow. And they said, we're going to put this on him for three to six months mm -hmm. and then we'll do surgery. Well, it stayed on him for nine months. Wow. <laughs> I'm wow. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry because I haven't talked about this in a while. Wow. It's okay. I've talked about a lot of things, but I made a pivot. And this is part of the pivot. Mm. Because people need to know the miraculous things that have happened in my life yes. that God has brought me through. It's yes. not about what did happen. It's about the triumphs that happened Come on now. from Come those on things. Now. They put a halo on his head. And when they did, the doctor said, I'm going to need you to clean this twice a day. Now I'm looking around like, who are you talking to? Oh, don't clean that. He said, Miss Padden, uh, I'm talking to you. Mind you, I was the only other person in the room, the doctor and my husband. Mm -hmm. So I knew he was talking to me, but I, I, I have a weak stomach. I had a weak stomach. So I was like, oh, I can't do that. I feel you. He said, you have to get a Q-tip and some peroxide and clean these posts twice a day. He had two in the front and two in the back. What? And sometimes the posts would come loose and I had to tighten the posts. 
and then take him in for an adjustment. Wow. Whew, I said, okay, God, I, I, I see what you're doing. You said you would fight with him as long as he want to fight. Yeah. You thought that mean just take care of him and cook and clean and pray? No. no. This is part of your fight. This is something you would never see yourself doing. So I said, okay, God, I said I would do it. I, I, I hear you. Yes. And so I went in the restroom after that and I cried my eyes out and I got prepared for the battle. Mm. He had the halo on his head for nine months. Wow. And when they took it off, the doctors called him the miracle man all along because they gave him 11 months and he lived for seven years. Right, right. The, his neck had fused back on its own. What? There was no surgery needed. Who wouldn't serve a guy? Come on now. What did you say? It's fused back together on its own, and they did not have to do surgery. He walked out of that hospital. We changed our environment. Wow. We changed our eating habit. We stopped, we had already stopped eating pork. We stopped eating beef because of what they told us happened. We did holistic medicine wow. and natural medicine. He did his chemotherapy mm -hmm. and he did, he did his radiation. Wow. But he walked out that hospital and he said he was going to leave, live life and leave earth on his terms. And he did just that. Come on now. Come on now. You know, something that you said. Most people, when they are, when they go to the doctor and the doctor one negative thing. Come on. You may see somebody one day and they look perfect, look good. How you doing? Doing great. Right. You go to the doctor and that doctor speak a word. Life right. and death is in the power of the tongue. In the power of the tongue. In the power of the tongue. And they believe that report. Yes. And then within a week, they gone. But my, my th question is, Whose report will you believe? you believe? Come on now. Come on. He would take his medicine sometimes two or three times a day, depending on the period, the time of the month. Mm -hmm. um, most days he'd take it two times a day, but sometimes he'd have to take three times a day. Mm. And every time he took his medicine, he read healing scriptures. Yes. Yes. He declared... I he said he would not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Yes. And that's exactly what he did. Yes. Honey, this message here, <laughs> it might not be for everybody, but it's for somebody. It's for somebody. And my prayer is always, God, take me out of this. Make this not about me. Help others to see your light and your love through me. And let the words of my mouth flow. Let your voice flow out of my voice, out of my mouth. Because I haven't talked about this subject 
Mm. I've talked about things that happened to me yeah. for a while. Yeah. But the last time I talked about it, I had a pause. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. feel the shift mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I knew if I didn't pivot and I didn't shift, I could become depressed and bogged down in what happened. Mm-hmm. I needed to know, I needed to let them know what a mighty God we serve. Because now. I'm perfectly imperfect and I asked him to use me. And from the moment I asked him to do that, he's been using me in one way or the other. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Once you surrender. Yes. Once you surrender and submit to yes. his will and his way. That is awesome. That is awesome. And shifting okay let's talk about the healing process <laughs> how did you start that healing process was it you know after the death of your husband and you all were married for 30 plus we, were years? T- we were together for 35 years 35 years mm-hmm. that has been hard yes and i want to be honest mm-hmm Sometimes we don't realize what we're going through when we're healing. Absolutely. Because there's grief, there's mm-hmm. guilt, there's mm-hmm. anger, there's mm-hmm. resentment, there's mm-hmm. all those things. And we don't realize when we're going through them sometimes. I realized when I was in a fog one time because I was trying to use my vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. And smoke was going all over the place. And when I realized I had taken the canister out, and put it in the trash so I could empty, but I never emptied it. Mm. And I never put it back in there. So I had to go and buy a whole new one to put inside the vacuum cleaner. Wow. And I didn't remember any of that. And I realized you was in a fog. Mm. Denial. That's another one. Definitely. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I would tell everybody I put on my makeup, go to work like nothing even happened. And I went home and I lay on the bed and I lay across it and I cry myself to sleep. Mm. 2020. Mm-hmm. My father died. Wow. And that hit me kind of different because he was one who always gave service. Mm-hmm. And I realized that's what I've done and that's who I am. So I, I made up my mind that I was going to do things a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I was not coming back out of the pandemic like I went into it. Come on. Man. I came home and we had the storm in January of 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, during that storm, my father held me. My my father that had just died and my father that he was going to see. Mm. Okay. They held me in my father's army blanket. Wow. And that's what kept me warm during that winter storm. You're talking about the one from Texas, the one that happened in Texas. Yes. During the time when I had no electricity, no heat. Mm. I wrapped myself up in that blanket and that's what kept me warm. Wow. But back to 2020. After he died, I came back home. And I had promised him that I'd write another book. 
and dedicated mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And one morning at 3 a.m., I heard this big thump. Now, I live by myself, so I jumped up. Mm-hmm. And it was my vision board that had fallen off the wall. And on my vision board, it says, it's been 10 years and 100 women making a beautiful difference in thousands of lives. Wow. I was shocked because I had never, I don't even remember putting it on my board. Wow. And the reason why is because I had led small groups of women in church mm-hmm. and young girls in middle school, but I never thought about leading a hundred. So I knew that was God. Mm-hmm. I knew that was God. And it had two other things that had already come through off of that board. I became a best-selling author. Mm-hmm. And in 2017, and I did that again in 2021, uh, 2020, at the end of 2020, 2021. But also travel was at the top of my board, and I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. Mm. And so those two things had already came true. When I saw that on my vision board, I said, I understand God. I understand the assignment. Yeah. This clearly has to be you because that's not something I would do. And here's the other thing. My husband died in 2010. Mm-hmm. That was 10 years prior to that vision board virtually hit me over the head with that. What? It's been 10 years and 100 women making a beautiful difference in thousands of lives. I'm like, okay. And this is so, so perfectly. Who wouldn't serve, who wouldn't serve a God like this? Yeah. Like, Look, I've been trying to get your attention. Hello. Do you remember? I saved you from that plane. Yeah. In 2008. While we, while I had, a, uh, we had an accident in 2008, mm-hmm. my husband and I, and I was on disability along with him now. Mm-hmm. And in the midst of that storm, Hurricane Ike hit us. Spun tornadoes in our neighborhood and messed our roof up. So we had to leave our house and go stay with our son and his wife. Wow. His 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 ex-wife. And we couldn't drive or do anything. He saved us, but again. But God. But God. So now in 2020, he's like, okay. I have saved you from the car accident. I saved you from that airplane. I saved you from the tornado. And had saved us from the flood. He's like, okay, look, I'm trying to get your attention. You got one more chance. Like Eminem say, I'm sorry, I love Eminem when he talks in that eight mile track to say, you only got one choice, one chance. Do not miss this opportunity. Mm. I knew when that vision board fell, he was like, okay, this is it. You better listen. This is your call to action. And later that year, August of that year, Mr. Les Brown, our mentor, Mm -hmm. came on Facebook. And he was talking about people joining him. And and he wanted people to use their voice. And he said, type voice in here. I type voice. And I had no idea what I was typing voice for. I, I can't even remember how I connected, but now that's familiar. I was like, I don't even know how I got the message. I heard him. I heard him say, "Type voice." So I type voice so in there. So I know that. Mm-hmm. that and then 
I heard him say, you have something special. You have greatness in you. Yeah. I said, this is my call to action. I see it so clearly. And my life took a shift from that moment forth. Has never been the same. Never been the same. <laughs> I'm telling you, that in itself, that experience in itself was so healing. Yes. So amazing. So who wouldn't serve a guy like this? <laughs> who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who so wouldn't? About, go ahead. 2020 also. Now something happened to me earlier. It I said as a young girl, and when I first did my first speeches on the platform, I talked about baby doll. That's what my mother used to call me. Mm. And she hadn't called me that for years. And we had a on again, off again relationship. Mm. But we both fought, found our voice in 2020 after I saw Will Smith and Janet Hubert talk about their 27 year silence from each other and what happened. Yeah, yeah. And I saw that interview and it was like, oh my God. I called my mother up and we had a conversation. It was the first time we had had a conversation where we actually talked about everything that happened. What you and at the end of that conversation, we both started crying because we knew we had been silenced. We had been suffering in silence and now we found our voice. Yeah. And we I could both go forth and release our voice. And at the end of the call, after 50 years without even missing a beat or even thinking about it, she says, I love you, baby doll. She had called me baby doll in over 50 years. It was, just, it was just so amazing. It was like a burden was lifted off of both of us. Yeah. We had talked about it, but we had not really got deep down into what happens. And a lot of times, we don't see things from the other person's perspective. We just That's see right. it from our perspective. That's I'm right. hurting and you need to understand why I'm hurting. Exactly. Well, if you look at my hand, you see one thing because you see the outside. I'm looking at the inside, which is totally different. That's right. And when we can look at the other person's perspective mm. and understand there's two sides to the story. Every time. Go to that person and say, what you did, what you said hurt me. A lot of times we can't do that. But I tell you, forgiveness is so freeing. Nelson Mandela said, as he walked out of the prison, he says, I walked towards the gates that would lead me to my freedom. I realized if I didn't let go of bitterness, and anger, I will live in prison for the rest of my life. Once you forgive, that burden is lifted and that person no longer has control over your life. Exactly. exactly. <sighs> that power of Yes, that Lord. We, that we give to other people and don't even understand it. And we are always trying to get other people to see you know, well, why you did this? Same thing what you said. Well, you did this and you did this and you did this and they don't even understand. Well, you don't even understand 
why they did what they did and their perspective. So, mm, and mm. most of the time, most of the time, people do things, and everybody don't have a long memory. They be on to the other thing, and like, you want me to what? Exactly. I, okay. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> exactly. If you said so, okay. If you said so, okay. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We all exactly. got some stuff. Oh. And we all need each other. We need to help uplift each other. And, and that's what the Queendom journey is about. It's about a collaborative community of women. Because, mm -hmm. Pamela, you have some gifts, talents, and skill that I don't possess. Yes. And somebody may want to use your gift, talents, or skills. Mm -hmm. When we collaborate, I can let them know. I, I don't possess that, but right. I know somebody that do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Well, but I God. But God. <laughs> but God. To take you from molestation, rape, all of that, through the journey of losing your husband or his his illness mm -hmm. and you all that was you know a part of your healing process or your yes. breaking yes yes i after he died well while, while he was alive i worked a full-time job mm -hmm. and one of those years i worked two jobs mm. and i would go to work from 8 30 to 5 get off come home cook do whatever I had to do, get dressed, go to work, come home at 10.30, cook three meals so he'd had breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all he had to do was pull something out the refrigerator and put it in the stove or the microwave. But let me tell you something. When you get in that situation, and I asked God for that situation and told him I would be there till the day he died, so I couldn't take that back. Mm -hmm. I take my commitment serious. Yeah. I took my marriage serious because a lot of times people get married and they don't realize marriage is a commitment. It ain't about, oh, I love you. and That's part of it, but it's a commitment. So I took my commitment to him and to God serious. Mm -hmm. And when he died, when it was over, everything just kept falling down on me. I was over 200 pounds, wore a size 18, 20. I was on medicine for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and diabetes. And one day, it all came down on me. I had broke out with shingles, and I had to go through rehab. And I realized, oh, no, uh-uh, I got to do something because I lost a part of me. Right. So I changed my eating habit again. I shared those five dress sizes. And today, the only medication I take is a small dose of blood pressure medicine, and I'm working to get rid of that too. What you say, honey? But God, look at God. Look at God. Yes, yes. not like that. Come on, come on. That is powerful. But that God. is powerful. Well, I would love to continue to go on and on and on because we could go on and on. I understand. I understand. So good and so rich. And again, I really, really thank you 
for being transparent, being vulnerable, uh, being able to share. Thank you and for having me. I'm telling you. And so what I, I have three questions that okay. I ask each one of my guests. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So question number one, what are you most grateful for? I'm grateful that God saw fit to spare my life mm. because today, not only am I a grandmother of five, I have three bonus grandchildren from my stepdaughter mm -hmm. and two granddaughters from my oldest son and my youngest son is having his first child. Oh, and then, thank you. And I am a great grandmother. Praise God. Had he decided, you're not paying attention. I can't use you. I wouldn't be here today to say that. So I'm grateful that he saw fit to spare my life, but also that I am now obedient. And he answered my prayers and my call to use me. Yeah. And I answered his call. Exactly. And that is so important. Yes. That's super important. Yes. All right. So question number two, great answer, great okay. answer. Question number two, what, are you, what is your definition of peace? Peace, when you understand, number one, the God you serve. Uh -huh. And number two, where you no longer worry about what anybody say or think. You know who you are, you know whose you are, and you know your purpose. Come on now. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That is a great definition. Thank great, you, great, great answer. Question number three. Okay. So you know that my private Facebook group is Broken Pieces to Peace, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So where we help people go from the broken pieces of their past and take them into uh, moving forward into their life of peace. Okay. So what are some of the things, share with our audience, some of the things that you do to maintain your sense of peace, whether it's daily routine, uh, what are some of the things that you would recommend to our audience to help them move from their broken pieces of their past okay. into their life of peace? Well, this is built, this is what the Queen of Journey is built upon. Mm -hmm. The first thing is reconditioning their mindset to have a positive mindset. But before people even do that, you have to assess who you are, acknowledge, and then recondition it. Mm -hmm. we are, the Queen of Journey is built on four hours, and that's the first. Recondition your mind to a positive mindset. The second one is releasing whatever has held you back. Mm -hmm. The third is reinventing or reigniting your life to live on your own terms. Mm. And then reclaiming your power. Mm. Once you make a decision that you deserve the desires of your heart. I mm. had to do that because I'm asking the women of the Queen of Journey to do it. I had to do all that first. Exactly. Before I help someone else. Exactly. So they give me those. 
The three R's or four R's? It's four R's. It's actually five, but the two are embedded in one. The first one is reconditioning your mindset. Okay, so reconditioning your mindset. What does that look like? I had to stop. I don't really watch the TV. Mm-hmm, me I may watch movies, but I really don't watch TV because it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of stuff going on. So I read positive, motivating books. I listen to positive motivation on YouTube. I surround mm-hmm. myself with positive people that are in life where I want to be. Mm-hmm. But it's all about this. I wake up in the morning and I say five things I'm grateful for every morning. Mm-hmm. And one of the first I, there's five things, but there's three that I put on top of those five that I do the same every morning. I'm so happy and grateful now that I grow myself, my vibrations, and my paradigms every day. Mm. I'm so happy and grateful that I am getting stronger, healthier, and happier every day. I'm 67 years old. Come on. And I don't mind telling anybody I'm 67 because I know I don't look like it, but that's on purpose. And looking beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. It's on purpose. So everything we do, we got to be on purpose about it. Absolutely. And then I am so happy and grateful now that I have a strong, beautiful, loving relationship with myself. And the other five come behind those three. Those three are stationary every morning. Exactly. Exactly. I, I do... Um, I spend time with the Lord mm-hmm. and sometimes you may not see me for a while. That's cause I'm at home being still because mm-hmm. the books that I wrote, the poems that I wrote, this business came about me spending time alone with God, being still and getting direction from him. Absolutely. That is the most peaceful thing in my life. Absolutely. I, uh, heard I was on a mastermind today mm-hmm. and oh, what, what, did, what, did, what did she share with me today? Oh, you know, I read, I, I, I have the 365 day Bible readings right. to read the Bible in a year. She said the acronym, the first time that I heard this, but she said that the acronym for Bible is Basic instruction mm-hmm. before leaving Earth. Oh yeah, I think I've heard that one time before. Basic I... instruction wow. before leaving Earth. Okay. So if you want to know how to navigate through this life, you got to get basic. You got to get the word in because yes. you got to know. Uh, you you have to know how. To navigate from the one who created. It's just like a manual. Just like if if you drove a, if you had a Lamborghini and you didn't know how to operate that Lamborghini, what's the purpose of having a Lamborghini? Yes, Lord. But you want to know how to navigate through this world. You want to know how to drive that Lamborghini. It's not just a, you don't even know how to, it's not like a regular car, right? So right. you can't just sit in it. You got to find out how to even start the thing. Yep. But you yep. got to open that manual. Open that manual. How 
to navigate. Otherwise, you are going to be in a world of trouble. Right, right. <laughs> You're going to be in a world of trouble. So, basic instructions before leaving Earth. Mm, mm, mm. All right, now. I love that. That's a lot. That's, 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 that's amazing. <laughs> I'm telling All you. Right. I'm All telling right. you. Yeah. So that that's good. So reconditioning the mind. Mm-hmm. Releasing the thing that has held you back. Releasing. That's that healing process. That's that healing process. You have process. to release it. You cannot continue to hold on to that thing. Right. Right. Keeping you in bondage. Right. The next one is what? Either reignite or reinvent. Reignite or reinvent. I reignite or reinvent your life to live on your own terms. I love it. I love it. And the final one is reclaim your power. Reclaim. I love it. But in order to do that, you got to get mad. That's that acronym is MAD. Make a decision. Come on now. Once you make that decision, you have that to you deserve to have the de- you, you deserve to have the desires of your life. Absolutely. Once you make that decision, you can reclaim your power. Because right. when you reclaim your power and you tell your story, you let go of that guilt. You let go of that shame and there's nothing nobody or anything can do to stop you when you release it. Exactly. Exactly. And then you can move into your purpose. And then you can move into your purpose. Helping other people through yeah. your right. traumatic, through your but it's, a, but it's a journey. It's a, it is a journey. It's a process. But it's be a journey. willing to go through the process. Now, I started writing poetry probably back in 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, the poem that I wrote started out a different with a different title, but before I chose the name Queendom Journey, I wrote a poem called Queendom. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to me naming the business Queendom Journey. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's powerful. Well, I, I, I definitely appreciate you. And because of lack, because of the sake of time, I understand. <laughs> we are going to have to shift. We're going to have to shift okay. because even with um, with everything that's going on, you know, the show is turning into TV. Okay. All right. So yes, yeah, starting Friday, it will be aired on the Daily Gospel Network. Okay. And it will be on Apple TV, Roku. Amazon Fire uh, at eight at seven thirty p.m. Central Standard Time, eight thirty p.m. Oh. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So praise the Lord! Congratulations. Only do it. He only, will every only, time. Only, only because of him and his grace and mercy. So I'm really trying to, I'm trying my best to stay within a, a period of time. I got some ways to go, but it's okay, you know. <laughs> We on this journey together. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, uh, God is good. God is good. But I definitely appreciate you, and I, I am so grateful that you have taken out time out of your busy schedule to come and share with my audience today. Is there anything else that you want to share? Let me let me let me do this. If you want to connect with Linda Nefertiti, the Queen herself, you can follow her on Instagram at the Kingdom Journey. 
Facebook, The Queendom Journey, Twitter, The Queendom Journey, and you can email, not, you, you can go to her website. Let me get that. You can go to her website at thequeendomjourney.com. And make sure you pick up her books. Let me uh, see if I can share the copy of uh, your books. This is amazing because she, uh, you co-authored a book. Co-authored too. Uh, Les Brown was one of the. Uh, um, the first co- the first book idea was uh, positive mental in- attitude, and that was with some Napoleon Hill consultants. Oh, I love that. Yes. In um, the second one, right, that was with Napoleon Hill Consultants, and that can be bought off of Amazon only. Okay. You have to buy that from Amazon. Okay. And the second one I did um, in 2020 with Johnny Wembry, Heather Munningham, and Les Brown. Okay. And, you can, and you can go to my website and buy the book. Uh, it's called the power of mental wealth. Okay. And if anyone would like to make a connection, they can go to my website and click on the book a 15 minute discovery call. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you okay. heard it, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from the Thank queen you. herself. And so, yes, like you said, for 15 minutes. Free consultation, discovery card. You can go uh, and click on the Calendly. I'll have it uh, up in the banner session section uh, where you'll be able to connect with her uh, on her calendar. So you'll be able to, it automatically goes to the calendar. And so that's the HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Calendly.com forward slash the kingdom journey. Well, 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 Linda Nefertiti, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, so much, so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you join me back here in the morning, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, where where we read the entire Bible in 365 days. And then... Join me back here next week where I will have another amazing guest sharing their amazing story. You definitely don't want to miss it. All right. So with that being said, thank you all so much. Love you all. And bye for now.